All right. Welcome back to the Face Off Spot. This is your host, Adam Larson. We'd like to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode. We always appreciate you guys tuning in. And as usual, we are sponsored by Rube's Brews. Please check them out on Instagram and or Facebook. I know that they have some new beers coming out that uh, will uh, warm you up during this cool fall season. Um, anyway, give Rube's Brews a check out. Um, anyway, um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, I know this is going to annoy Matt Taylor, but I'm going to go ahead and call this one a special episode. And uh, one of the reasons that this is a special episode is because I feel like any any time that we can get together uh, with the Barracudas, who we've been partnered with for, oh, I don't know, I feel like almost over a year now, which seems crazy that the podcast has been going on this long. But uh, any time that we can get together with our, our friends over at the Barracudas and... Uh, uh, just get some of their guys on and maybe have some uh, returning uh, guests that may have been here before. But whenever we can do this, I feel like there's no other word uh, to describe it, uh, but it's special. So uh, we have a special episode this week. Um, I'm going to go ahead. I'm not going to reveal the uh, the main guest yet, but I am going to say that I have a special co-host uh, for tonight. And it is the uh, captain of the Fort Worth Barracudas, Wayne Johns, is my co-host for the evening Wayne Johns, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me back. Uh, I had a lot of fun the first time. Well, so here's the thing, Wayne, is that, uh, and I don't know if a lot of people know this, because if you go onto our website, you kind of have to like keep scrolling down and keep scrolling down and keep scrolling down to find your episode, because you were episode eight, and I believe that we were on episode, this is going to be like 68, 69, uh, I lose track sometimes, but uh, your episode was 60 episodes ago. Yeah, that's... Uh... That's a, that's a long time ago. But the thing is, is that, that you were one of the first people that I was able to, I don't want to call it a, a guilt trip, but I can actually remember this. I was, uh, I was really needing a guest. And the thing is, I needed a guest for a show that didn't really exist yet because nobody had really listened yet. For the most part, I had like my close friends and family listen. Um, but then I, I remember texting you. I'm like, hey, like, do you want to come on my podcast? And you're like, What? I'm like, my podcast. And uh, I sent you a link. Um, at that point, I think it was to some, uh, it, it, it just wasn't up to speed with what we have now. Um, but you kind of just shortly replied or quickly replied. You're like, oh, yeah, for, for sure. I'm, I'm down. Um, and then you came into the studio. We used to record this in a studio. And you came to the studio. And we had like a, a really, really good time. And uh, Rubes came on a little bit later. Um, but this is also, Wayne, this is kind of a shameless plug to get people to listen to your episode, uh, which is episode eight. Yeah, it was definitely a long time ago, and things have uh, definitely changed a lot with you guys <laughs> since then. Well, I think it's changed a lot with uh, everybody here. But uh, anyway, uh, Wayne, uh, thanks for joining me uh, on this ride here. But uh, our main guest for the evening and uh, teammate of Wayne's on the Fort Worth Barracudas... Drum roll, drum roll. ...is Arnie Asuna. Arnie, thank you for coming on the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Adam. It was... Uh I really sorry. I sorry to interrupt you, Arnie. Um, you've actually been somebody that I, out of everybody that I've known in the Fort Worth, uh, uh, Dallas hockey uh, community, I've probably known you just as long as almost everybody because you were kind of uh, you were at the rink like day one. So I feel like out of all the people that I know down here. Um, I feel like we have a connection, and I just wanted to get that out of the way because a lot of the people that I have on the podcast I've never met before, um, but I felt like I just needed to kind of tell everybody that we've known each other uh, for quite some time now. So this isn't the first time that we've met. Oh, no, absolutely not. You know, but uh, I do remember, you know, somebody at the rink was like, hey, Adam started a uh, podcast. Yeah. And I was like, Adam started a podcast? I was like, well, maybe one day he could get paid for it. I don't know, maybe. I'm still waiting for that, Arnie. Still uh, waiting. Well, it's coming close, dude. You have like, <laughs> you have like what, seventy episodes? Uh, hey, we're we're getting like, closer, and we're, we're we're trying to have uh, we're trying to get involved with the Barracudas. So we're, we're we're trying to make all the we're trying to make all the right moves here. This is all a uh, strategy. Oh, I see. Well, dude, I'm I'm happy for you. Like you've done all these episodes, and every single one has been really good hockey players and coaches and well, the 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 cool thing, Arnie, and I, I really do appreciate that, and I think that's really cool, but. Um, I thought it was really cool, and this is this kind of. Um, th there are some people that come up to me and they say like, "Hey, like, you know, we really like the show," and it, it always makes me feel good. Um, but it makes me feel better when it's somebody that um, I actually know and I like respect their hockey 
opinion, and you're one of those people. Because the thing is, I say a lot of this. Uh, I say a lot of stuff on the show about hockey, and I'm sure when I say those things, and when I say these things, I'm sure there's people that are like, "Oh, like this guy? What is he talking about?" But there are things that I believe to be true and hold to be true. So it, you know, uh, once I found out that you were kind of a uh, regular listener, I, it it made me a little bit more. Uh, happier than just when normal people, which is still okay, when they tell me they like it. So it, it really is. It really uh, is important that you uh, that you like to show Arnie because it's uh, that's important to me. Oh, I mean, <clears throat> I like the show. You know, it's talking about hockey and the hockey around DFW, and you really don't see that around here. Like, yeah, you see all the big podcasts like Spitting Chicklets. You know, they're talking about talking to uh, NHL players, coaches, you know, so yeah. seeing podcasts here in DFW about, you know, learning hockey or talking about coaches around here that people never met, that's it's actually pretty cool. Yeah, well, well and, and, and I'm glad you like that, and I'm glad that that's a good segue into how we usually start the show because, uh, Arnie, um, and this is just kind of how I see you, but I almost just see you as like a, a child, a hockey child of the DFW, because I feel like you grew up down here. Uh, you were a very good player while you were growing up. Um, but it's one of those things to where, like, I've never really sat down and talked to you um, about your story or about how kind of that came to be. Because I know that you, you know, uh, moved around a little bit, uh, you know, towards kind of the end of your your playing career. But for the most part, you're you grew up a Dallas Fort Worth area player, right? Yeah, I grew up. Uh, well. Yeah, I grew up in Grand Prairie. That's where I'm from. But, uh, yeah, I grew up there, and I played roller hockey, actually. Yeah, there we go. I, yeah. We played another roller, roller player. Played, I always get excited for this stuff. Yeah, I played roller hockey. And, actually, there's another Barracuda that plays on our team that I grew up playing roller hockey with, actually. is uh, Sawyer Stinchfield. Yeah, Sawyer Stinchfield. Yeah, me and him actually grew up playing roller hockey together. We, me and my dad and his dad started a, a tournament roller team. We were like think six or seven we were called the boneheads yeah and we had legit uniforms and everything you're starting off with roller hockey here um at what point do you start to play uh ice hockey or um how does that transition happen uh actually i played i played roller till i was about 10 or 11 10, yeah about 10 or 11 who convinced you to play ice hockey uh my dad your dad convinced you yeah because well, why did he decide at that age to that you needed to play ice hockey? Well, because all my all my buddies started to leave roller and go mm -hmm. play ice hockey. Yeah. <clears throat> and so my dad was like, "Let's let's go try ice." And I was like, "No, I want to stick to roller." You know, mm -hmm. I being a kid, I was like, "No, rollers look way better." Yeah. But then I started playing ice, and I was like, I started I started playing ice, and I was like, "Oh, this is way better," you know. But I I didn't know about the offside thing. Yeah, that well, yeah, that is that is a whole different thing. Oh yeah. Was... What about the edges? Like, did it take you a while to get used to the difference between you know playing like you know on wheels and then playing on like blades that have like an inside and outside edge or like how long? Because you're a really really good skater. I mean, I would not have assumed that you would have started skating ice hockey at, at that point. Well, at by the time I got to ice, I was already doing speed skating. I was on DFW speed team. Oh, wait, was speed uh, speed roller or speed ice? Speed skating. Like on ice? Like on roller. Oh, on roller. Okay, on okay. Roller. Yeah. I yeah. did roller. So you had your stride down already? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was completely And your crossovers it, and your Yeah, but it was completely different. Like it's completely different like when you're skating on speed skates and that are like 15 inches of yeah. just underneath you, that's a whole different stride. But so, but so, so, kind of break down the difference in the stride here. So I'm assuming that you have to get way lower in order to make room for that crossover to happen. Like you can't do well, that. Well, you yeah, you got to get super low, mm -hmm. and on top of that, you can't stride on your toes like you would when you're going forward on ice. Okay, like you got to push on your heels. Like just imagine pushing, just like a regular stride, but right. using your nothing but your heels. Like, huh. just imagine that. And your yeah. takeoff on the starts was, like, the craziest thing because you would have to put point your toes completely straight out. Like, your foot had to be, like, 90 degrees, toes facing the wall. Like, you're up, you're trying to be explosive, and you're uh -huh. on your heels. And you know how hard that is with 
like 16 inches tr- of blade. The, the thing is, I'm trying to I'm trying to imagine it, and it sounds very difficult. But I can't really imagine the whole thing. But did that you feel like that helps you transition? Well oh though. yeah, because on ice you're able to get way over on your edges, on your inside and outside edge. So like when I was crossing over, I was like, okay, this is kind of like speed skating, but I'm crossing over on my heels just the exact same way. Right. You know, but it was a little easier because the blade was smaller. Right, and right. It shaped a little different. So like it was completely easier. Yeah. But the thing I had to learn was outsides. <laughs> I had I had like it took my coach like half the season to for me to figure out like right what I was doing. I was like, oh, the yeah. puck's got to go in before the, the player. Okay, you can't yeah. cherry pick here. Yeah, so. that, that's funny. That's funny, Wayne. And I can't remember, and you're gonna have to uh, forgive me just because it's been sixty some odd episodes. But you played roller, right, growing up? For a brief period of time, like yeah, I think I did one season before I played ice, and I knew hockey was. A contact sport. I tried to play the body in roller hockey and got in trouble. And they Somebody told was like, uh, "Let's just see if we can find some ice around here." And that was like right when the stars had moved to yeah. Texas. Yeah. Well, that's usually the the stars moving to Texas is usually a uh, 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 move into uh, most of these people that I have on the podcast uh, getting into hockey. But uh, anyway, so Arnie, so you're, you're you're starting to get into ice hockey. Um, at what point and at what age does it start to get uh, competitive for you? And um, who are you playing for? Uh, I was actually playing house. Yeah? Yeah, I was playing house. I started, my dad started me out in house. And he was like, let's try house first and then see how it goes from there. And I was like, okay. Well, yeah. So I played house for a while. And then uh, after playing house for like about a whole year, we... Uh, Took me to tryouts for mm-hmm. the Texas Heat, and this Texas was, Heat. Yes, the Texas. I don't think heat. I've ever heard of Texas Heat. Oh, this was like, dude. This is back when Nitex was called Blue Line. I don't <laughs> know a, any. Definitely of a while ago. Yeah. This See, was this like, is why I have the podcast, so I learn these things because I, I, I'm, I'm always uh, interested to learn. Uh, but anyway, uh, so Arnie, you're playing. You're playing for the Texas Heat. Or you're trying out for the te- what's going on with the Texas Heat? So in, like, for, I was trying out for the Texas Heat. And, like, so obviously I'm not a very big guy. No, you're not a big guy. Yeah, I'm not a big guy. I'm not a big guy either. So, well, you're taller than me. so I I'm taller, you, but... I consider you, know. you a big guy. Yeah, yeah. No. But back then I was... Just imagine me, like, like an 8U player playing with 12U players. Yeah. Like, just imagine seeing that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was small back in the day. Yeah. But I went to go try out for the Texas Heat and... I made it only because I had really good vision and mm-hmm. I had hands. But mm-hmm. the one thing I didn't have was speed. Yeah. That's the one thing that I lacked in. And I didn't pick up my speed till I was around 13, 14 years old. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, 13, 14 years old. What, uh, what do you think caused you to, I mean, did you just, I'm assuming you didn't just wake up one day and was like, oh, I'm fast. Like, <laughs> what, uh, did you understand that that was something that you needed to work on? And if so, what did you do to work on it? No, I actually didn't know that I needed to be fast. Right. All my coach told me is like, hey, you have good vision. I just need you to get this puck in our zone and go to work. And I was right. like, and me as a kid, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yes, 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 sir. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just and, do what you're told. Yeah. And so I went out, and that's exactly what I did. But, you know, I didn't pick up my speed till I got to around my second year of Pee Wee's, almost going into my Bantam year. And that was because I tried out for a different team throughout the year. So I played for uh, the T- Duncanville Dragons right after the Texas Heat. Mm-hmm. And this was back when Duncanville had an ice hockey rink. I've heard about this. For, for, with being a Mansfield person now, I've heard uh, various stories of these Duncanville Dragons. Oh, <laughs> well, the organization was uh, ran by a coach that's an elite coach now for the Stars. Mm-hmm. And his name's Ryan Pfeiffer. I'm sure everybody knows who he is. Yeah, yeah, a well, lot of people. He, was, him up. he yeah. was our head coach. And when he came out, of the, when he was done playing, I think he was like 26, 27. He was young. He was young, and he took our team over, and he took us all the way to Silver Sticks, and we mm-hmm. won Silver Sticks with them. You know, he started to be a really good coach. And yep. I was there for about a year, and then I went back to tryout again for that same team. You know, when a kid makes a team and he goes the next year to go try out again, he thinks, oh, I made the team, you know. I'm yep. not going to get cut. Well, guess what? He cut me. Uh, yeah. yeah. And so, and so he, 
cut me and he was like, dude, you weren't, yeah. you weren't trying. Yeah. He's like, you know, you're a little slow, you're a little small, you know, but mm-hmm. what can you do? What can I do? You know? And I, so I went home bawling my eyes out. Oh well, yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. Bawling my eyes out. I'm sitting on the bed crying and my dad walks in he goes, Hey, I just got a phone call. And I go, okay, I don't care. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing matters. Yeah. Dad. He goes, well, <clears throat> I'm taking you to the ice jets. And oh, there you go. I, I stopped crying real, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. ASAP, right? Yeah. But I didn't stop crying because I was excited. Yeah. I stopped crying because I was like, I'm not going there. I was <laughs> like, absolutely not. Uh-huh. I was like, their coaches yell nonstop. Uh-huh. They're hard on you. They make you run around the building multiple times. Yeah. You know, they train you hard. My dad was like, well, that's what you need. And I was like, no, I'm not doing it. Yeah. I'm not doing it. He was like, dude, let's go try it, you know, see how it is. And so I went to go skate and... Uh, I went to go skate with the ice jets and Carson was there and he was trying to give me Carson like, Cable. Yes. He was giving me like his, a, his, bro, his brother was my high school coach, Butch, oh, his well, brother, Butch. sorry well, to interrupt. Anyway. No, you're good. I know dude, the, but, ca- well, I know how the cables are. I guess yeah. that's what, that's yeah what, that's so what I'm like saying. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. sitting there and I get into the rink and I see him and the first thing he's doing is he's yelling at somebody and I look at my dad, he goes, dude, you'll be fine. And I'm like, dude, forget yeah, this. Yeah, like, yeah. You what know? are you getting me into? Yeah. So I go out there and I skate and like, all these kids are flying around me, like they're mm-hmm. flying, but I get the puck, I'm able to slow the game down. I slowed, so I, tend, I slowed the game down. I was like, you guys gotta slow down. Yeah. So I entered the zone slow and got my head up and I had the opportunity, so I winded up and I took a slap shot. That's what I was known for as a kid was my slap shot. Mm-hmm. And I just cranked one and I went bar down and he was like, okay, well, put him on the double A team. And he put me on the double A team and then Sergey uh, Deshevi was my coach, which yeah. he's the U16 uh, Warriors coach now mm-hmm. and so he was even worse because he just came back from Russia playing pros so you think you're just getting out of it and all of a sudden it's like oh this just gets harder yeah, it just gets worse <laughs> yeah. and so he puts me on the team and then August comes around and we go to we go to play or we go to first practice and this guy is just non-stop screaming I don't know what he's saying mm-hmm. he's like Russian I have no idea what he's saying he's just screaming yeah Blue line, all I hear is blue line, red line, blue line. And I'm like, okay, I guess that means we're skating, boys. Yeah. You know, so. It's he, up to you to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I got to admit that he, he's the one that actually taught me how to be fast. Yeah. Because, like, he didn't take no for an answer. He didn't, you know, he was, he, he showed me the techniques to it. Right. You know, he showed me, but did he, sh- like, he showed me on how to push, you mm-hmm. know. But I really didn't have the power as a kid. Yeah. You know, but I really didn't get fast until I played for the Ice Jets. Yeah. And the Ice Jets is what changed my game completely. Yeah. Because, like, they were, they're hard, they were hard on their kids. You know, it was, mm-hmm. you got to do this, this, and this. You know, if you didn't do it right, you had somebody in front of your face. You, you know, no, all you see is knuckles and spit coming oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, yeah, oh, uh-huh. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but that's how I learned to get, to get fast was because of the Ice Jets. Just yeah. because of the way they train. And I guess that rubbed off a little on me as yeah. I... I coach now, so well. It, well, and, and and here's and here's the funny part about that, and I, th- I think it's funny that you went to that, Arnie, is because I think a lot of the times that you um, you coach like the coaches that you found success with, and it's usually a combination of a, usually at least for me, and maybe for you too, it's like a bunch of different coaches, and you blend them all together. But yeah. I had mostly like you coaches that were tough, but it got the best out of me. And I almost see it more, um, as I get older, I kind of see, Oh, that made sense. I get it. I get it. But it's like, these coaches are never, uh, doing that to yell at a kid or whatever. It's cause it happened to them. And then they were successful because that happened to them. You know, it, yeah. it, it's like, I, and I, I tell my kids this a lot. Like I'm not going to do anything or make you do anything that I haven't had to do. You know, yeah. it, it's one of those things like if I have to skate them or I have to whatever, it's like I don't feel the sympathy because I had to do this and it made me better. Yeah. I'm not going to have you do something that I think will make you worse. Why would I do that? You yeah. know, and I'm not going to do anything to be mean. I'm not going to I'm doing this to make you guys better. And once they really start to believe that, then you can really get the most out of them. But if you don't flex them or see what they're capable of, it just doesn't work. But I do think that there's something to um, you know, these coaches find success with the way that they were coached. If they're successful, it's almost like, Hey, if you, if you want to, uh, make me responsible for coaching your kids, because you think I'm good at hockey, I'm going to coach these kids the way that I was coached 
that I thought made me good at hockey. Like, it makes a lot of sense, but yeah. it's just that those people that are judging that weren't there for that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Also, coaches don't just yell at players just to yell. No. Like, they don't, no, they don't they yell don't. at co- that players just because they think it's fun. Like, they, no, they yell at their players because they see something in them and they want to push them to get to that level. Right. So, you know, well... And I have and I have this this thing the whole time, and Wayne, that's a good point. But I have this thing the whole time where the easiest thing is is to do nothing, and to not be passionate, or to or to not like it doesn't. I don't like yelling at players, but if I feel like that's what I have to do in order to get what I need out of them, or if they need it, or if that's a kid that I feel like maybe responds better to that, you know what I mean? <clears throat> I'm not going to yell at. I'm not going to. Tr- I'm not going to coach every kid the same way. I guess is what I'm trying to say. But if I feel like that's what that kid needs and will react well to that or give me something for that, then then that's what we have to do. But um, I I just feel like I feel like there's a lot more uh, judgment on coaches these days um, as opposed to I feel like how it used to be. I feel like there used to be more uh, of a distance, and not to say that. Uh, parents can't have uh, ideas or, or uh, their own kind of, I don't want to say private judgments about coaches, but I don't like um, the outward vocalness or the, uh, I call it like cancer spreading, where it's like parents start to kind of try and get other parents to turn on coaches and stuff because it happens all over, and, you know, and it's not just with uh, youth hockey, it's with, or uh, rec hockey, it's with competitive hockey, you know, and all the way up. So uh, it's just one of those things where I feel like um, for the most part, if you're if you're gonna sign a coach up for anything, you have to have faith that that they're going to do what you think is best. And you know, I just I think that sometimes there's a disconnect between what parents think is the best and what coaches know are the best. If that makes sense. So, um, but anyway, Arnie, let's get back to uh, your story here because you're uh, you're playing with the Ice Jets, um, but at a certain point, uh, you're getting kind of closer to having to make that decision of what you're going to do with your, um, I don't know, uh, your, your post career or your, um, junior hockey or your, um, there's decisions that need to be made from there. Um, part of the reason we we have this podcast is to kind of help parents kind of understand, you know, what their kids might be thinking about this time, or maybe, uh, certain decisions that, you know, personally your parents made, um, but what was that time in your life like, um, you know, as far as getting closer to that kind of uh, 16, 17, 18-year-old where you're kind of having to make some decisions? What was that time like? Well, I, uh, after the ice jets, uh, you know, I was about, you know, 12, 13, you know, around that age. Well, right. that's, it was a little earlier I knew that I wanted to play pro. Right. Right. And play in the NHL. So... As I went on, I had buddies that were, you know, that were older that I started to see. They were going to go on and play juniors mm-hmm. and triple A. Well, I was playing double A. Before I knew that I had to get to juniors, I had to go play triple A. Right. And so knowing the dedication I have and love for the game, I went to work at home. Right. So I knew that if I wasn't working, there was somebody else working harder than me. Right. So <clears throat> I would come home from school every day, literally every day. From the time I got home, my parents would be like, you have homework? <laughs> and I'd be like, nope. But honestly, I did have homework. And I'd be like, nope, drop my bag, grab my stick, and I'd go straight outside. And I'd put my skates on. And what I would actually do for a warm-up is I would leave the house. Like, I would skate with my stick, rollerblades, untied, actually. Like, didn't tie my skates at it's all. It's not safe, Arnie. Yeah, it wasn't safe, but... It's not safe. We should tell all the kids out there, tie your skates. Hey, yeah, you tie your skates store. now, kids. Don't do that. Don't now. do do not do like Coach Arnie. Tie your skates. Yeah, tie your skates Sorry, now. Sorry, <laughs> But uh, I would skate skate with them untied completely. Yeah. Like, you could, I could literally roll my ankles, like, easily. Mm-hmm. But knowing that I had to strengthen my legs and ankles, I was like, I'm going to skate untied. So yeah. I would skate miles and miles. I'm talking. I would probably skate all of Grand Prairie. And I didn't have a cell phone at the time. Yep. So my parents would be like, dude, where were you all day? I'd be like, oh, I went skating. Mm-hmm. I was like, what'd you do? I was like, I just skated. Yep. I just skate. And they're like, what'd you do, though? I was like, I just took my hockey stick and I skated. Mm-hmm. That's all I did, just skate around the whole Grand Prairie. But then I'd come home and I would set up my net. And then I would go to the very back of the garage, 
furthest I could get away from the net. And I would just take slap shots, snap shots, wrist shots, backhands. And my goal was to go bar down every time. Mm-hmm. Just no matter what shot it was to go bar down every time. And would I hit the net? No. You know, I would, there was a metal door actually behind the net. Mm-hmm. That This door was supposed to be like proof. It was supposed to break. But right. I would just take slap shots at it. Literally just slap shots. I would try to crank this. I told myself oh, I'm going to knock that door out by the time I move out of here or go play juniors. And that's exactly what I did. But I would shoot at least, I probably, in a month, I probably passed that 10,000 challenge, you know? I probably passed that. Like, I shot every day, stick-handled, in my house, between chairs, golf ball, tennis ball, you name it. I stick-handled with it. And so, like, I went to work. And so then after that... After I knew I had to go to work, I went on to go try out for the Dallas Stars Elite. This is this is back when like they went from the Dallas Stars Select uh-huh. to the Elite, like AAA, like legit, like this is where you want to play. And then there was before that was the Texas Attack. Yeah. So you wanted to make the Texas Attack. That was where everybody wanted to play. Uh-huh. And I didn't make it because during tryouts somebody went knee to knee with me and decided just to take my leg out, and it took my leg out, and. Uh, I had to go home, and Carson was like, well, just good luck next year. And I was like, that's what you got to tell me? Yeah. I was like, you can't tell me get better or anything? Yeah. You tell me good luck next year? Yeah. You know, but that was the way he coached back in the day. Yeah. You know, that's the way the coaches coach. They didn't care. No, as long yeah. as you can play, can you play? They're right, like, right. if you can play, you can play. If not, then, yeah, you know. There's somebody else that can play. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, all right, well, better next luck next year. Well, Dallas Stars arrived after the attack. And so that year I made – the AAA team, and so I ended up playing AAA. There was Team 1 and Team 2 because mm-hmm. there were so many good 92s and 93s back in the day. They were like, well, let's make two teams. So yeah. they made two teams, and it was really competitive. Mm-hmm. And so we would we would practice with – I got moved up to practice with uh, Team 1, you know, and that's where Stinchfield played, actually. He played for Team 1. Okay. Oh, so you guys know each other from back yeah. – Yeah, that's all I was saying. We knew each other since we were, like, itty-bitty. But yeah. he plays a different game. He plays a more tough guy, you know, let's right. – I'm down to throw down. Let's go, you know, right. like the talking nonstop, you know, that's his game. Yeah. But, you know, he got to play on that only for that. But then playing team one, we would play the exact same teams they would play. Yeah. You know, so we would play PF Chains, you know, LA Slacks, all these top teams, and we would come play. And then it was from then that I knew that I had to take my game to the junior level if I wanted to go play D1 or NCAA. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, went from there. I went to go try out for the uh, the Alliance or the Dallas Stars U18 AAA. This is that's where like Blake Coleman played. That yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. I tried to try it out for that team. Well, I ended up like I guess made, making the team. And the coach called Addy called my dad. Was like, hey, where's where's Arnie? And he was like, well, he I just signed with the Alliance Bulldogs mm-hmm. U18 AAA instead. And I ended up playing there that year, which. That was one of the best, like, teams I've ever played for. Like, the chemistry on that team, like, everything we had on that team was just, we were all buddies. Like, we all hung out with each other. Like, I had a couple buddies that that played on that team that I didn't know they were going to come down and play in Dallas, Mm -hmm. right? They were from Houston. And I met them at the Mexican national team tryout in Mexico. That seems like a whole nother story. Oh, right? yeah, dude. That's a whole nother. <laughs> yeah, that's a, like, that, that's a like, story. Where you're I always just... look for these segues. I'm like, gosh, dang, there's so many here. Yeah. Uh, but that... let's continue with the one we're yeah, on so, for a moment. So from there, I, I come back and I play for Alliance. Well, that was a good year. You know, yeah. that's where I started getting we're scouts. Country. You know, scouts started to call my dad and be like, hey, we're, what are you guys doing? Yeah. You know, and then after that, I went on to play for the uh, Texas Tornadoes. Texas Tornadoes made a U18 triple a and a u16 triple a because they wanted to kind of feed those players on to the junior team mm-hmm. and so i ended up playing triple a for that year and we started out with 22 players <laughs> by the end of it we it was 13 of us why why is that it just big old mess behind like you can't ask me as a podcaster <laughs> not to ask the question of why yeah, your team it was divided by two all of a sudden, yeah. Uh, we but started you know, this meeting, the, the funny thing 13. was, is when we went on to play teams that had twenty-two players. Yeah, like we would compete. Like when we played on when a- we played addition little Caesars, by subtraction, I believe. Is yeah, what it's called when we played Little Caesars. Mm-hmm. Like we had Little Caesars like 
game, you know, and they hated it. But we were we were so well conditioned mm-hmm. that like every time we played a team, we can play all game and we didn't stop right until that final buzzer. Yeah, yeah. And you talk about we ended up going almost undefeated and lost like two games, I think. But like that was another team that was like, dude, like I will always be friends with you guys. Like, oh no, for like, sure. Well, I will always be friends. And the funny thing is, is that Skylar Spiller, another Barracuda that just joined, mm-hmm. played, we played together. So it's like when I saw him, I was like, dude, <laughs> what is up? Like, yeah. long time no see, you yeah. know? And so it was good playing it again, playing with them again in Reno. Yeah. So it was like, dude, it's like it was just like we were playing yesterday. Like I could find you anywhere. Like boom, here you go. You well, know? but there, there's something too, just kind of like uh, those hockey families. Like I was back in, uh, I was back in uh, uh, Tulsa, where I'm from, and uh, just back for Thanksgiving. And it's funny, you just like reach out to your boys. You kind of just still because uh, there's a lot of them I still stay in contact with. But it's one of those things where even if you don't see them for a long time, like you just you feel like you haven't really missed a beat yeah and you know you you, it's because you've gone through battles and i think it's just really uh and this sounds cliche but uh because they know your character you know and they know who you really are because they've seen it because uh it's the best way to make friends is to just be in a situation where it's like all right boys like what the fuck you know yeah to like stress out with guys and just to like ah um because i don't know that's when you really just get to uh get to be get to be that way but yeah uh, anyway. well i just i would i just had that chemistry with him because he we played on the same line mm-hmm. and so on my line we were just a bunch of skilled guys and yeah. he, he plays defense and so his job was to look after me and the other guy yeah and so anytime i got hit or they try to hit me he was the first one in there he'd be like hey you touch him like yeah we're gonna throw down like yeah. you know and that's probably why because he had my back, you know, but I also had his back in case, you yeah. know, even though there, there was another big guy, you know, I, I would, I would sacrifice my body for his, for oh. him, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. No. So yeah. it was the exact same way, but I think that's why my chemistry is really well with him as well. So. Yeah. No, no, that's no, that's awesome. And, uh, I think that anybody listening that has played, <clears throat> I mean, mostly competitive hockey, but not necessarily, but you just understand those guys that you have their back 100%. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and sometimes it's not always cause they're right, you know what I mean? But it's just like, Hey, I don't know if you're right or not, but yeah, I'm here. Yeah, like, like, here. I didn't I'm see here. it. Yeah. Like there's so many things that are just like, uh, when people watch these things on, on TV or they're watching NHL highlights, they're like, I don't get it. It's like they're reacting to their boy being, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like messed with. Like that's all they need to know. It's family. Like, it's they, family. Don't, they, don't, they don't need I to. I mean, that's that's what I'm telling people now, like for our Barracudas game this weekend. Yeah. Like I'm telling people, like, hey, you should come and check out this game. Like, yeah. They're like, the first thing they ask is like, is there fighting? And I'm like, is there fighting? I'm like, there's more than just fighting, buddy. Come oh, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you just got to come and watch. Well, and, and, and the thing with that is too, because I did, and Arnie, you kind of made my transition for me, but I thank you for this. But when we were talking about family, I wanted to... See, no, I'm not, you didn't ruin it for me. But I was going to make a whole thing about how the Barracudas are a family. I was going to make this one a whole big uh, articulate thing. But anyway, but you guys are obviously uh, both here, and um, you guys are kind of representative of a larger group of individuals that are playing uh, for the Fort Worth Barracudas. But, um, I mean, Arnie, you, um, I, I guess we, I mean, we're not going to consider Arnie like new, new, but you're fairly new. What do we consider you? Cause you weren't there from the beginning, well, but do, how you feel like you're already a part of this family, correct? Yeah. Well, I'd say like, I've, I felt like I was a part before because you've known so many people. Well, yeah, I know pretty much all of them, you know? So right. like, but before then, like before the Barracudas were coming around, like I talked to Robin before, you right. know, and I was like, because before then, I was actually going to go play for the Titans, mm-hmm. you know, because they asked me, like, hey, why don't you come play? And I was like, all right, I'll go play. And then the Barracudas came around, and I reached out to Robin. And I was like, hey, if you need players, let me know. And he was like, yeah, yeah. come on out. And I was going to go out and everything, but, like, the month before tryouts and everything, I actually got slew-footed in, man- in a House League Mansfield game. I was on your team, Arnie. Yeah, I, I, I It was for, with the Vince staff. And to be honest with you, if you don't mind, because I was going to – Arnie's making all these transitions Sorry, for me. Buddy. <laughs> no, I know they're great. No, He's it's making good. it easy for you. No, because I did want to bring this up because it was like one of the worst. Uh, 
It was like one of the worst things. And I'm not naming anybody off because I don't know who these guys were. And I'm not going to name their team or anything. Uh, but watching it was like one of the worst things ever because uh, I feel like I don't feel like he meant to do that damage to you. But he was irresponsible with how he went about that. And uh, it really, to be honest with you, it kind of like turned me off to like men's league hockey for a little bit. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, the. I think it's pretty... It's called a tabletop, if nobody... <laughs> like, that's the best way I can describe, like... And there was, like, multiple moments where he could have just, like, let up, and, like... The puck was nowhere. It wasn't yeah, it, even... Yeah, I didn't... I would The puck was in the corner. I was nowhere near... No, it like, wasn't... It was just the longest, weirdest... Yeah. Like, I really hate... And like, the, I hated that play. Yeah. It made well, me feel bad about hockey. The, hockey the, lost that day. The thing about that play is that guy that did it, him and his buddy... Uh, I played with his buddy roller hockey growing mm -hmm. up, but the guy that slew footed me, he played at the same college I played at at SUNY Canton in upstate New York. Uh, yeah, so he was there the year before, and the year before they had to win like nationals or something to go NCAA D3. Yeah, and so I guess he was on that team, and I go up there and I'm like, I make friends with all of them, but they're thinking they're on the team, you know, and yeah. they come out to tryouts and they're like, Oh, this is, this is completely different, you know? Yeah. And they ended up making the club team. And so he ended up getting on the club team. And so I guess there was kind of like a rival there, you know? So he probably didn't like me so much. So but that, yeah. that play was such bold. And I don't yeah. know this guy. I, mean, I haven't I, seen that guy. I think honestly, if, if, I wasn't wearing new, like, my old skates yeah. with new blades. I think I probably would have been able to turn out of it. But because you I had yeah. new blades and they were sharp, I my foot dug in, and when I got slew-footed, I was like, oh, I'm going to turn out of this. And my edge just stuck, and my body went, and that's when I heard the pop, and I just... <laughs> Uh, yeah, just, and you saw and you saw it from there. I was how I well, was. Well, yeah, because uh, I think it was uh, uh, my good friend, right? I don't know, it might be your friend uh, Griffin Franco. I think he, uh, he kind of escorted you in the locker room, and then I went and checked on you later, and you weren't kind of sure yet how bad it was. But I think that it was one of those where we both knew it was bad, and it was like I'm not going to tell you it's bad. But yeah, like, you were like. I don't want to tell you it's broken, but I think it's broken. Well, but, but the thing, but I was like, well, and I checked up with you like for a few days, a couple of days yeah, after you did. that. You were actually one of the persons that actually checked up on me like daily. I was like, what was going on? Well, just cause like I, well, so, and here's one of the big reasons for that, Arnie, is cause like hockey is really, really important to me. I think it's really important to you. And if I was in a position where I couldn't skate for that long, I would like, I hope people would be like, Okay, buddy. Like this is gonna be a long ride. Oh, like, it's, I can tell you, like from somebody that li loves to skate and especially just playing hockey or just having a hockey stick in your hand, it's like, oh, I can't. Uh. I cannot tell you how miserable <laughs> I was, dude. I the only thing I had to do was I think I watched reruns of just hockey movies like over I, and I over and yeah. over. Yeah. So like, yeah, yeah, it was it was. It was bad, but then once I got to be able to step on the ice, I was like, "Thank you, Jesus." I uh, was like, yeah. you know, I was, I was like, I will never ever take this game for yeah. but, granted or but, even. But I, I think, I think that was my biggest thing with you, though, Arnie. Was just like, this is going to be like mental health. This is going to be because just I knew how much time you spent on the I, ice. I and think, if, if you just removed, like, you know, if I was to tell you before you got injured, hey, Arnie, like, you can't skate for the next however many months, you'd be like, well, want to uh, know what? What? Want to know what's funny? Adam, we were actually sitting on the bench. I remember this. We were actually sitting on the bench, and Adam was like, hey, we're going. I was like, yeah, we're going. And so we, he goes, he goes, just slow down a little bit for me. And, I, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, that sounds right. I was like, all right, well, I'll see if I can slow down a bit. Yeah. And so literally the next shift I get hurt and I'm like, well, not like that. Yeah. I, I didn't like, want that. I was well, like, there you go. Adam. Well, cause the thing was, is like, we were a fairly like new team cause we were uh, event staff, but the idea behind event staff, Oh, Wayne's played on event staff too. 
So you just played at different times. I forgot you played. I think it was like we right won a at, championship it was, it was right after Arnie. Yeah. Oh yeah, you did. You got on uh, after Arnie because Arnie Arnie was one of you were yeah. actually one of the first event staffers. Uh, Wayne and I ended up winning a championship right. after ship. after you got hurt. We ended up winning a championship for uh, I, event staff. I, rem- I remember actually, it was I went to go apply at uh, the Mansfield rink because I wanted I needed to start coaching because. Mm-hmm. Because the Parks Mall pretty much fired me for being too good. Yeah, you know those. You know yeah. the. You know the. Red, People get fired for that all the time. Right? Yeah, you know the red banner that's sitting up there. Yeah, yeah, it, sh- it should be my name on there too. Yeah, you know, well, we'll, but, we'll make a request. Oh well, you know, but um, I would say, dang, I already forgot what I was talking about because the banner got inside. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's all, he's all flustered. Uh, no, I believe that we were talking about uh, uh, Wayne Johns. We were talking about. Uh, uh, oh yeah, so we were. So I think I went to go apply and literally, I think it was a rink open like two weeks we're talking later. About staff, yeah. yeah, we played like, it opened like two weeks later and that whole week they were like, hey, we're going to get a, we're going to get a team going. You want to join? And I was like, and I didn't know Adam. I was like, who are you? He was like, hey, I'm Adam. I'm the uh, Zamboni driver. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. I was oh, like, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. He was like, yeah, sure. I'll play, man. Well, the funny part was, and I think I, well, I told this story, but it was probably earlier in the uh, uh, podcast world uh, with this or whatever. But what happens is I moved here and there were three men's league teams that were signed up. And uh, Brian, and I think I can say this, I don't think there's anything weird, uh, but Brian's like, you should make a team. And I'm like, I don't know anybody. I've lived here like a month. Like, <laughs> I don't know. So I picked up like all the free agents. I picked up some people that I met at drop-in. And then we just kind of slowly started like meeting new people. And then we saw Arnie. So that's why Arnie was on so early. Cause we were like, well, Arnie's coach here. We know Arnie. Um, but that's, I think, why we've known each other for so long. Yeah. It's because we didn't, I didn't know anybody. And then you were a coach. And, we're, we're just uh, the OGs of the ring. Well, the, here, but here's the thing, Artie. Do you remember when it, the lessons, the, the pro times, it just used to be you, me, and Milt? Oh, <laughs> dude, just used to that, be was, three that was back when we were like, hey, I'll take this side. You take metal. You want to take that side? Yeah, sure. And now we're just struggling uh, yeah, to yeah, find yeah. eyes, dude. Well, and we used to, and there were a lot of times we used to have it all to ourselves. And it was like, uh, the beginning of the days where, um, you know, there, it was just a lot of, uh, we'll say there was a lot of open ice uh, at the beginning, but I will say that one of the good things about that being a problem now is that the Mansfield rink uh, and hockey in general are both getting uh, uh, getting more popular. Oh, uh, I, so I, I I'm actually that, happy to see that rink yeah. packed at least yeah. every day. Yeah. Well, and I think that we uh, hopefully will have it packed for this uh, Barracudas game. Oh, absolutely. If, dun, we dun, can, dun, dun. if we can get I, for the Barracudas game. So uh, the thing is, is like, I know that there's going to be good hockey, um, but somebody told me that you guys have the best announcer in the uh, uh, sports broadcasting world. Well, the so, la- Somebody told me that the person that's announcing <laughs> the game... He's pretty good. He's pretty good. I don't know. I got an email about it, but... Um, he's kind of pe- famous in Mansfield. People are, people are psyched. That's all I can say is people are really... Uh, they're psyched I think he it. had trouble the first game, no? Scorekeeping. <laughs> scorekeeping is hard. This is what I heard is that scorekeeping... Sounds like is, he needs to hire a scorekeeper. He couldn't multitask. Yeah, scorekeeping. <laughs> no. like, so here's multitask. the thing is that the, there's an announcer. So they're dividing the responsibilities now. There's a strictly an announcer, and then there's a scorekeeper, and they're dividing those responsibilities. So one person will play music and do all that stuff, while the other person, whoever it will be, uh, very good at their job or not, um, we'll be announcing. So just well, give we're everybody. We're about to find out. We'll no, We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Um, <laughs> we'll be but fine. We'll no be pressure. Fine. No, there's none at all. Um, but as long as you guys give me a good game, it should be uh, all good. Um, but uh, how are we feeling? Real quick, can we tell people when it is, where it is? Um, can you do the thing, uh, Captain Wayne Johns? Is that your responsibility? That's responsibility. I'll, I'll take that responsibility. So this Friday and Saturday, December third and fourth in Mansfield. I believe Friday's game is at 7.30, and I believe on the schedule, Saturday's at 6.30. Yeah, 6.30. Hey, you got to wear your ugly sweater on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday is ugly sweater night. So here's the thing is, like, I didn't really see that until, like, yesterday. Um, I will go buy one, um, but I don't. Dude, TJ Maxx. I don't currently own one. No, TJ (laughs) Maxx is the best. TJ Maxx is awesome. Uh, And they will definitely probably have one. Um, But I'm really wanting to do uh, something big. Um, The only problem is I feel like when I announce, I'm so far away from everybody else. I'm in like a little tiny box, and then the game's over, and then everybody leaves. Um, 
Hope I get to catch up with some people, I guess. I don't know. Is that a thing? Can I do that? I can between, between periods and after the game? I guess. I don't know. I felt like last time I was locked down, Robin had me locked down in there. He said, if you leave, then we'll, uh, I don't know. I doubt but, that he said that. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Rob, Rob, Robin's been uh, nothing but uh, great to us. But uh, anyway, can you kind of just uh, talk a little bit about the Barracudas, if you will? Either one of you guys can uh, jump in on this. But uh, yeah, we're uh, how are you guys feeling right now? Because you guys have actually already played games. I feel like we've had so many of these episodes that have been before, like, uh, a charity game or like a alumni game or like any of these games that I'm not saying those don't count and aren't good, but like these are actually teams that you're playing against. And uh, so how was your time? Cause you guys went to Reno. Can you kind of go through uh, your time in Reno and please remember that families listen to this uh, show. <laughs> uh, it was actually a lot of fun. I mean, our last official game was February of 2020, right before COVID shut everything down. That sounds about so right. So, I mean, we had some charity games here and there. So, it was actually nice to actually get into an actual physical game again after over a year. Yeah. Um, the trip itself was a lot of fun. I mean, we played really well. Our team, our team this year, compared to, like, our first year in 2020, is way more well-balanced all the way around. Mm-hmm. It's like our first year, like, we had, like, two really good forward lines and we had like a line and a half of D mm-hmm. this year. We've got six, seven solid D we've got all forwards can play, you know, offense, defense and shut the other teams down. So it's, it's a big difference between our first year than it is this year in a better way. Right. And, the tri- and the trip in Reno was a lot of fun. I mean, it's a physical game. It's, I mean, I don't know if you want to build off of that. The offensive part of the game was, was a lot of fun. The defensive part, for me, was a lot of fun. Just, well, just playing in a game. Wayne loves defense. Who doesn't like defense? I'm, well, I'm an old-school hockey player. Well, wait, I mean, I... Well, I why I, did you point at me like you were about to say something about me? That I didn't Arnie, play Arnie don't play defense? Is that, is that what you're getting I at? I didn't say that. I didn't, <laughs> like, he was I like, well, Arnie, no, defense? No I, no, I was expecting Arnie to, like, agree with me. Like, no, like, scoring and doing cool stuff is way more fun. Like, I'll play it, like, if I have to. But, like, I would much rather just, like, you know, get the fuck and, like, do it. But, no, I, I understand that there are some people that... Uh, for some reason, enjoy playing the defensive position besides just getting all the assists and quarterbacking it. But besides that, I have, I have no interest in the, the, the first position game was whatsoever. more of a defensive game. You know, we 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 flew out at 7 a.m. Yeah. Friday morning, yeah. landed in Denver, flew from Denver to Reno, got there, had to get hotels, get everything situated, and then go to the rink and play that night. So we were a little jet lagged. So the first game was more of a defensive game, and Messick mm-hmm. just played unreal. First of all, of course he did. First he's, of all, he's, he's my favorite person. Let me. Let me First of all, yes, yes, Arnie. Me, me, and Stinch, we didn't have no jet lag. <laughs> yeah. No, we told we told the boys, yes, because no, I guess nobody else had bathtubs in their bathroom yeah. in their rooms. You have bathtubs? Oh, me and Stinch had bathtubs. Hey, it's and ice, so, ice baths together. And so, no, we didn't take it together. We said, hey, we're gonna have this routine. Yeah, let's see how we played mm-hmm. this this afternoon, and we'll build off of that. Yeah, and so we told the boys, hey. If you want to get rid of that jet lag, come take an ice bath. We said it in the group <laughs> message. Nobody responded. And everybody mm. in between periods is like, our legs are heavy. Me and Stinch look at each other like, we're still going, boys. <laughs> we're still going. But, you know, I got to say. Do you, Arnie, do you think their pride got in the way, you think, maybe a little bit? They didn't want to come over and get in the old uh, ice tub? Or I don't know. I don't know if they were. Like, I think it was mostly just because of the weight. Just because of travel, they just wanted to rest, yeah, you know, yes. but I, me and Stinch were just, like, pumped to be back, <laughs> you know. But I could honestly say, to build off what he was saying the first game, it was it was about defense, though. Yeah. Because, like, if you think about it, that was my actual first. There was a lot of, a lot a of, lot of us that it was our first time coming back. Yeah, from playing something that high level or even with contact like that. Yep. So like the first game was actually trying to get the feel out of again, uh, the feel of the game again. Yep. Like I went out. That's why like we asked our coach Megan. We were like, hey, can we go out third line? She was like, no, you're going second. I were like, <laughs> we want to get the feel of the game. Like, and then we just looked at each other. We're like, all right, dude, let's just get it over with. Let's go out. But the first game was about defense. You know, trying to figure out, you know, yeah. how they play. Let's let's. You know, well, that and just trying to fill each other out. Cause you think yeah. The only games that we've played together yeah. were, the charity, were charity games. games. Yeah. I mean, that's tough. Yeah. Those games are fun, but they're not games. Well, you can't, you can't reach, you can't max out. 
Right. There's and, no, like, like you can't go. You can't go hard. You right. know. Like it's I good. Have, it's a, it's it's a good exercise and a good practice for the system. Go through the stuff. motions. And yes, stuff, yes, but it's yes. it's not the same as game. It's the difference between sparring and boxing. Right. Oh yeah. Right. Like this. Like when we played when we played the second game. The second game was like, all right, boys, we have the feel of each other. You know, let's let's go. Like let's mm-hmm. go. Like I could tell you from the first game, you could tell all of our guys were nervous. It, mm-hmm. Like you can tell. Like it was they were just day. sitting there. They were like most of them were like. Cross arms, looking at the floor and going rocking back and forth, like like yeah. something was wrong with them. But yeah. at the same time, I was like looking around. You know, I was like, all right, the nerves are kicking, and my nerves don't kick in until like two minutes before the game. Right. And so two minutes before the game, I was like, oh, buddy, I was like, let's, I was like, let's go. It's been a long time, but yeah, to be able to battle like that again was a lot of fun, especially with like the guys we had. Yeah. Like we got the feel of each other the first game, second game. We bounced back with each other. We had more chemistry. The passing was there. We were talking with each other. You mm-hmm. know, we, we had each other's backs more. So yep. it was like one of those things like, oh, this is this is hockey now. Well, like, uh, so the the nerves that you're talking about before the game, Arnie, because I always, um, uh, when I was growing up pl- uh, playing competitive, and I've talked about this uh, a lot on the podcast, but I played kind of like half goalie and then and half out. But um, in both situations, but mostly goalie, um, that nervousness that you feel before the game, like I always had that. Like it was always like I was one of those that like I never threw up, but it was always like I'm on the ver- verge of like a dry heave, like pretty yeah. much like whenever I was playing goalie. When I skated out, this sounds bad, but I was like, eh, I don't feel quite as whatever. Um, but at the same time, I felt like that was always that whatever nervous energy was always returned to me after a big win. So it's almost like the the sicker you feel before, it kind of gets like returned uh, at the end because you're kind of putting uh, more into it. You know what I mean? Because that's I think what made me uh, feel that way. If that makes sense. Well, I don't even know. That it's just really nerves. Like when I look at it, it it's more you're more anxious. Like you, you're yeah. ready to get. I out hate there. sitting because still. Because once you get I out there in the game, still. you get that first shift out of the way. Yeah. You, either you get hit or you hit somebody and it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, but is no. My thing is, it goes away as soon as I can move on the ice. Right. It really goes away. Like my nerves aren't on the ice. My nerves are before. I mean, not to say <clears> that there's no nerves once I'm on the ice, but at least once I'm on the ice, I feel better because I can. I can move or I can, I can right. make things happen. And I think the best example is like if anybody watches games and they see people that are, you know, even if it's during national anthem or whatever, they're saying they're, but they're moving or they're like, it's their almost, happen. it they're, is they're, impossible because yeah. Yeah. with a, with a certain amount of pressure for a certain amount of game for a certain activity, it is impossible to be like, okay, uh, stand completely still, but here in about 30 seconds, this puck's going to drop, and it's about to be the crazy, you know what I mean? Oh, dude, right. I could tell you off the face, I play center, right? So, like, if I ever start in a game and my nerves and my jitters are going, I can tell you the first, like, I guess every player is different, yeah. they, how they get rid of their jitters and nerves. Like, my f- thing is I have to win the draw. Yeah. Like, if I don't win the draw, like, dude, I can tell you I am all over in my head. I yeah. am, like, Arnie, what the, you know? Yeah. But, like, I have to win the first draw, and I have to shut the other team up. Mm-hmm. And the only way I do that is by entering the zone and slowing the play down and showing them, hey, look, this is the guy you don't want the puck. Yep. You know, this is the guy you don't want him to touch the puck. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, but maybe for Wayne here, he could be like, I need to mess somebody up. For, to get for me, it's, it's hit or be hit. Yeah. yeah it's, it just gets you in the game. Well, but the, the thing is, it's like everybody has their thing that it's like now you're activated in the game. Because yeah. it's not off puck drop. It's yeah. it's more like, because even a puck drop, you can still kind of hold on to some of that tension because your play hasn't been, like, you haven't been able to do your thing because even in warm-ups, you haven't been able to do your thing. Right. Like, it's a... Um, I get to be, to be honest with you, if, if I was, was going to do mine, it would be just a, a good solid zone entry. Like, a, just a good, like, without kind of... Uh, 
I don't know. Not without being touched. Just a nice leisure pace. Just a, into yeah. The zone. Like I can't, uh, I'm not as fast as Arnie, but I'm able Dude, to. I'm so not many slow people. Right but I'm able, I'm, I'm able to slow things down, though. I can slow things down. Adam's I'm, more the high guy. He's I'm, like, hey, I'm going to be up high in case you I'm need to sneak hey, in because no, I can't I'm, keep no, up. I, I'm not. Well, the thing is, even if, even if I enter the zone with any sort of speed, it doesn't go very far because I'm just like, ah, I'm going to hold up now. And then I just kind of wait to see how things Sometimes work. Sometimes I feel like Adam's opposite because I see him out there before lessons and he's wheeling around the top the top of the circle and just trying to rip snipe bottom top like going bar because I'm, I'm just living out my fantasies of things I can't do in men's league that's all I'm doing well uh well trying I'm, to get him to come play for us yeah it's just I'm too old too, actually I'm, they might need some help I'm broken down I'm broken down I'm too old now um they said I have gray hair can't make it um I'm <laughs> kidding I'm lying <laughs> I do have gray hair that's not a lie uh but anyway um Boys, this has actually been, uh, and this is no lie, this has been probably one of the most fun no, uh, episodes that I've, that I've ever done, but we're getting close on the, on the time. If anything, we're going to go over on the time that we usually... Well, we are special guests. Well, yeah, you, guys we're special are special, guests. you guys are special guests. We make guests. our own time. Um, tell but, Matt Taylor that. But here's what we need to do now, and we don't have to necessarily wrap things up right away, but you guys need to think about what... Um, Oh, yeah, we should just go ahead and do this. We're going to do the shout-out. But you guys know what the shout-out is, okay? You guys know the shout-out. This shout-out could create new conversations that could uh, make new things happen. It just this, this can also create more time. And if you, wanna, if you guys want to do that, then that's completely all right. Um, but the rules of the shout-out are it needs to be something positive. It's an audible thing that can go out into the universe but it just has to be positive. It could be a sound. It could be a coaching <laughs> mantra. Why, why would it be negative, though? Because mine are negative sometimes. Mine are negative sometimes. My shout-outs are negative sometimes. Well, then you got to keep them positive. Well, no, I can't I think, I think my first episode, your shout-out was negative. It was. That you were complaining about a rule. Yeah, it was some stupid rule. It was like an icing rule or a – it was very – it was a dumb no, rule. No, it was – I remember – it was think, a stupid rule. No, I think it was about the new hooking rule. I can't remember. What, it was. It was. It was. He was complaining about a rule. It He's like, my, right. my shout outs are usually positive. He goes, but today I'm complaining. <laughs> yeah, about this something. one is not. This one's not positive. So the thing is, yours have to be, which I would assume that yours would be. But anyway, yours have to be. I got so, two shout outs. Okay, so Arnie, you will go first. What are your shout outs? So my first one is going to go out to all my students and their families that. You know, they, they work really hard when they come train with me. And some kids put up with me. <laughs> like, well. I think some kids really like me and some kids are like, do I really got to go train with him, mom? Like, you yeah. know, but I I thank them all for coming out and working hard with me. Yeah, well, that's good. <clears throat> uh, but a lot of them, uh, a lot of them enjoy working with you, Arnie. And I, I can't say that everybody's enjoyed their time with me. Um, but you know, you, you, it's, uh, everybody's got different, uh, tastes, you know what I mean? Um, but what's your next shout out? Uh, my other shout out's going to be to my super deeker people. My, uh, <clears throat> I guess I'd say the other people I work with. Yeah. You know, they, uh, reached out to me and gave me a big opportunity to, uh, you know, help them out and, you know, come out with new games for the super deeker or just, you know, trying to. Help them out, and you know it's not just a game. It's a stick handling thing where you can get your hands better. You know, just try not to just beat the game. Come up with like different yeah. drills, like try to do the backhand toe drag, or you know, toe drag, toe drag, double toe drag. I don't know, like do something different with the lights, not just yeah. trying to beat the clock or the time. Yeah, and also a uh, shameless plug, but we had uh, Andy from Super Deeker. I think he was like episode fifty six or fifty eight. He's a great guy, by the way. Oh, but anyway, yeah, we had him on. He did a full yeah, like I, full I, thing. I was listening to the whole thing. Okay, no, he's great. He's like the nicest. He's yeah. to be honest with you, I just like because uh, I talked to him a little bit afterwards, and I like I felt like he was about to invite me out for like Thanksgiving or something. I think I think like, whenever he was just we the nicest yeah, guy. I think whenever we shot that video, I think it was. I think we talked more about hockey than we did shooting. 
Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, it, he, we talked yeah. more about hockey yeah. than we did shooting. He was like, yeah. all right, dude, you got to get back to work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very much the same. Like, um, But, no, he's uh, super great. But uh, shameless plug for me, uh, but also uh, good for Super Deaker, uh, good for Arnie, uh, good for Andy. Uh, I can't remember what Andy's last name is. Uh, anyway, uh, Andy, Andy, the episode is just Andy from Super Deaker, so I forget what his last name is. But, anyway, uh, Wayne Johns. I'm going to do a shout-out to the boys, the Barracudas. Yeah, there you go. go. Here's to uh, hopefully a 4-0 start this week, after yeah, this we're weekend. Trying, we're trying to – it's going to be a battle, too. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a battle. It was a battle in 2020 when we went up and played in Breck. So, uh, hopefully, this weekend here we'll take care of business. Well, hey, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a good shout-out. Uh, good shout-out for the boys. And uh, I thought it was kind of interesting because sometimes you don't realize um, – uh, like, you know, not saying social media is super important, but you don't realize sometimes how many fans you guys have until you're at the game. And then I, re- I realized how it was just flooded with Barracuda stuff. And I'm like, oh, I forgot how many people, you know, it's just, it, it, it's a... Hey, it's there's a- only 650 tickets available, so you might want to get your tickets, like... <sighs> I got, I got a special. Well, you, you're special. I got so a special you, seat. You got a special uh, seat. He gets VIP entrance. Well, I was telling for the people that are listening, if you're going, get your tickets. Get your tickets now. Get your now. tickets now. Because not only will you see some great hockey, you'll hear, and I don't know this guy, but I heard it's the best announcing that could possibly ever hear. Ever t- anyway, I uh, hear there's a good announcer, and uh, he's going to be really good. Um, but I'm not in charge of the music. Uh, last time, and here's my only thing. Last time, there were some concerns about the music being played. It wasn't my playlist, okay? All right, I'm just going to say that. It wasn't my playlist. Uh, and I'm not going to say who was complaining. <clears throat> Messick's in-laws were complaining. Uh, Messick's <laughs> in-laws were complaining. And uh, I, had to, I had to throw somebody under the bus because I'm like, yeah, it's not my music. I'm just doing what I'm told to do. But uh, anyway, I heard there's a, a playlist set up for me and uh, that we should be good to go. Yeah, did you set that up? It was, uh, no, I heard, uh, I can't remember whose playlist it was. Actually, no, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus. I feel like that would be mean. Yeah, um, dude, you can't do that. Yeah, I don't want to do that. I feel like that would be mean. Because then yeah, everybody's going to be like, it's cool Adam's points fault. Over there. Yeah, I just, I'm trying to keep this, I'm trying to keep this above. Uh, Job security. Yeah, no, I'm trying to just be nice to everybody all the time. Adam, um, you're fired. Yeah, see, <laughs> that's what happens when you're too nice. Um, anyway, uh, you guys good? Got anything else? Uh, say one more time when the time's... This Friday, Saturday, December 3rd and 4th, Mansfield Star Center, Center. 7.30, Friday, and I believe 6.30. With the best, and and with the best, and I thought you were going to keep, best, and now. Oh, the the, the best, the best, best best scorekeeper, the best scorekeeper. And the the mediocre announcer. I got so close. I got so close, guys. Hey, Uh, you'll you'll soon be there. (laughs) You'll soon be there. I'll soon, I'll soon be at the mountaintop. Uh, anyway, uh, best announcer, uh, make sure to go there uh, for nothing than just to hear the best announcing in the state of Texas. Anyway, um, all right, if you guys are good on your shout-outs, yes? I'll do a quick one real fast. Okay, another one. To the fiancé for uh, supporting me through all this. There you go. Hey, by the way, Wayne Johns, um, you allowed me, and I do have to thank you for this, you allowed me to come to your... Uh, what do you call it? Uh, engagement party. Engagement wedding party. party. Um, and then I actually ended up talking to your uh, fiance for. Uh, she was very busy, but she talked to me for at least a couple of minutes. Very, very, very nice woman. You did very, very well. She was super kind and just very uh, generous and genuine. You're making and, a blush, dude. Yeah. See, no, yeah. I know. Well, she's she's starting all right there. I'll, no. I'll, I'll, I'll agree with you on that. Yeah, one. you should agree. You should. Yeah, oh. just just. We'll say anything else. I'll just leave it right there. Yep. Just agree, <laughs> and then we'll move on from there. But uh, anyway, um, okay. So I'm going to go ahead, and I guess I'm going to do uh, my final uh, my final shout out. Um, I guess my final shout out is going to be for. Um, and this is going to be odd because I don't want this to be cliche. Um, but for some of the very, very good parents in the DFW area, I know sometimes uh, there's been kind of some like social media stuff going around where it, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of indicating that there's a lot of parents that are uh, kind of just a to be honest with you, a pain in the ass, and uh, they're being loud and confrontational. Um, but I really do feel like, for the most part, even though that def- definitely exists, um, most of them are really, really awesome. Okay, um, that's not to say that if you are being that way, that you shouldn't try and get it together. But um, at the end of the day, I think sometimes on this show, 
Um, we kind of paint uh, hockey parents as being uh, crazy, um, but that's not really the case. I think just every once in a while, um, there's just a, a, few, uh, a few bad eggs, and sometimes that just ends up uh, uh, creating chaos for more people that are just kind of uh, innocent bystanders. Um, but anyway, uh, you guys don't have crazy parents, do you, Arnie? You're, you're, Arnie, actually, no. You, I, I everybody, do wanna... everybody knows my dad. <laughs> so, I, I was like, everybody knows. <laughs> actually. So can you, can you say real quick, though, just real quick, because I'm sure so many people do know your dad in this area. Um, can you kind of give him your own little shout-out? Because so many people really love and care about your dad, and I've never even met him. Yeah, so uh, my dad's Arnie Osuna. If you don't know him, they call him Big Arnie. Uh, he actually owns a hockey shop at the Valley Ranch Rink. And we've had that for about 13, 14 years now. But, uh, yeah, everybody knows him because he sharpens skates at the Valley Ranch Rink, and they'll go see him just to go talk to him. And they'll talk hockey, and they're like, oh, your dad's the nicest person. I'm like, oh, really? Because he's the opposite <laughs> <Yeah>. at home. <laughs> yeah. He's so nice to me. Yeah, I'm like, oh, well, he ain't nice to me. <laughs> hey, uh, I don't know. I might try and work. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. He, my, he's might, a nice guy. might try and work uh, Big Arnie on the podcast at some point, unless you think, I don't know. I got to try and maybe As long dig. as you have beer. Okay, hey, we can have a, what's he like, Coronas? What's he like? What's he? Likes Michelob, just like everybody else. Ah, whatever, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, uh, well, anyway, um, if you guys are good, uh, one more time, when's the game? We keep doing this, but anyway, one more time, when's the game? This Friday, Saturday, December 3rd and 4th, Mansfield <laughs> Star Center, 7.30 Friday, 6.30 Saturday, Wayne's, against Breckenridge Vipers. Wayne's like, All right, I'm not well, you got to make any... your voice that deep. No, that's he just did how I talk. That was just no, it was that's good. That's just how I talk, boys. No, it was, it was, it was, it was <laughs> good. It was good. All right, well, hey, <laughs> <laughs> all right, hey, the, this could continue for hours, but we got to eventually yeah. uh, shut it down. But uh, anyway, hey guys, I really appreciate you guys coming on. Um, check them out if you are in the uh, Dallas Fort Worth area. And uh, oh, I have to do the Matt Taylor list. That's the last thing that we do. Um, you can check us out on FaceOffSpotPodcast.com. I'll say that one more time. That's faceoffspotpodcast.com. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Spotify. Uh, You can find us on, uh, I don't know, anywhere you get your podcast. Um, You can find us on Facebook. Uh, We have a little Instagram. You can like us there. Uh, Anyway, uh, oh, like Rube's Brews. They're on Facebook. They're also on Instagram. Uh, Check them both out. I'd like to thank the Barracudas, giving them a side shout out. Thanking our guests, uh, Arnie Asuna and Wayne Johns. Uh, All right, we will catch you next Thursday. Episodes every Thursday. Later, guys.